Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The NBA tips off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport, anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome into Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers coming at you alongside Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor. We are here to win you money in college football and the NFL here this weekend. Guys, how are we doing? Not a fantastic week for either of you. Brandon, if there was a time to cut into Clay's lead, it would have been last weekend. Three and five for both of you. The Rams suck. They're horrible. McVay needs to just go off into the sunset. Pittsburgh Steelers are garbage. God, we all got sucked into the, the, the four and two false whatever we're watching. That game was like watching one of the worst games of the year. And with that being said, they'll probably win on Thursday night. So um, just stay away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett, how Turbisky even has a job is beyond me. Um, that guy's garbage. Just I'm an angry hobbit. This week, angry, very angry. Seven and zero, though, Brandon. Seven and zero. I'm going seven and zero. Yeah, I'm going seven. Clay, for you, could this be the beginning of a downturn, or are you bouncing back this week? No, man. You look, you know, you look at every great player, and they miss shots, they lose games. But what the great players do is they come back. And they don't let it happen two weeks in a row, two games in a row. So that's what I'm going to do for you guys this week. Just because last week I wasn't profitable, but I have been consistently, I'm going to come back this week and give you guys a perfect week right here. So stay with me. Big week coming this week. We're going to make you some money. We have three ranked college football games to talk about. But first, guys, Clay, to you to kick it off. The Raiders firing Josh McDaniels. The Raiders are currently 250 to one to win the Super Bowl for whatever that means. But this team is three and five. McDaniels couldn't last this season. Clay, when you saw the news, your reaction? I wasn't surprised. And that's unfortunate because I played under Josh McDaniels when I was on the New England Patriots as an offensive coordinator. And to me, it just goes to show how important having a good quarterback is. To me, one of the first things I look at when I'm betting, when I'm picking games, is what quarterbacks are facing each other. Obviously, the coach matters. The quarterbacks matter matter more. And mm-hmm. Brian Dable is another, another guy I played, played under. I remember Brian Dable telling me when he had taken a head coaching job before, he goes, I will never take another head coaching job unless I believe in the quarterback. I don't know why I took the, the New, New, New York Giants coaching job with Danny Dimes. Obviously, it's not working out for him right now, but the quarterback means a lot. These guys were all so successful 
when you have Tom Brady, you have a quarterback you trust, a quarterback you can believe in, and you Josh McDaniels. Everybody thought he was a wizard for so long, and he, he came in and had 150 total yards on Monday Night Football with Devontae Adams on your team. You can't let that happen. I don't care if Jimmy G is throwing it all over the field and missing guys right and left. You brought him in. You released Derek Carr, and now you have to pay for it. So I agree yeah. with the move, unfortunately. Reportedly, the Raiders are going to bench Garoppolo this Sunday. We shall see. Brandon, by the way, Josh McDaniels lasted 639 days as the Raiders head coach. That's actually less than the amount of days he was the head coach of the Broncos. Any reaction here? Name me any coach on Belichick's staff that has gone on and been successful. Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Brian Dable, Josh McDaniels. Yo, Brian there, there's, no, there's none. There's, there's not one. Not one. Bill O'Brien. Eh, I mean, there's not one. It's unreal how people, you go on Belichick's staff and people think, oh, here we go. Not happening. And what happens in the NFL, and, and, and Clay can agree with this, the same coaches just recycle. Mm -hmm. They just recycle and keep getting jobs. And it's unreal how unsuccessful. What made you think, based on what he did at Denver, that he was going to show up in, in, in Vegas and be successful if you weren't successful there? So at the end of the day, it's unbelievable how that happens. But um, time to go. But this is a franchise that's in complete disarray. The signing of Garoppolo, um, getting rid of Carr, uh, sticking with Carr as long as you did. Um, it's unreal. They're not going anywhere. And, and they're not going anywhere fast. And that doesn't matter because pretty much the entire stadium is the visiting team anyway, having season tickets in one of the greater games. So it really doesn't matter. Could be Tommy DeVito for the Giants taking on Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders. Pukey nice. game, and we are not talking about that. Don't worry. We Syracuse are not betting on that game. Purdue, baby. Here we go. Syracuse Ugh. versus Purdue. I'll take Purdue minus the points. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's talk about... Missouri taking on Georgia to college football. We go Missouri number 12, Georgia number two, guys. We have the new rankings, college football playoff official rankings. Georgia laying 15 and a half in Athens, Brandon. Mizzou is three and one, by the way, in SEC games. So they're looking pretty good. What's the play here? I have a saying, you lose with team A before you try to win with team B. Um Kentucky rolls into Georgia. Big win against Florida. They're feeling good about themselves. Georgia makes a statement. Last mm -hmm. week against Florida, down 7 nothing early. Georgia makes a statement. And now you have the gall and audacity to tell the world that Ohio State is better than Georgia, that they're number one and you're number two. In Athens, Georgia's going to come out and they are going to put an absolute hurting, and I do mean hurting, on this team right here. Uh, last year, listen, Missouri led 22-12 going in the fourth quarter, and Georgia ultimately right. came back and won the game by four. Um, I'm telling you right now, they are going to step up here, and they're going to flat out get it done. Let's roll with the Georgia Bulldogs. Clay, the Bulldogs won last week against Florida 43-20. Do we see something similar here this week? You know, I've been going back and forth on this one, and I think Georgia's going to come out and play well, and they're going to win. 
but I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. It's like Brandon alluded to last year. They only won 26 to 22. This was a close game. Uh, Missouri only loss was to LSU where they lost by 10. LSU is a good football team too. I think Missouri keeps it closer, 14 point game, but they cover. And for that reason, I am taking the Missouri Bulldogs. And also I went to Missouri state. I'm a Missouri guy. I just got inducted into the Missouri sports hall of fame. All of this. Is there you go, Clay. I got to go with Missouri. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take we're gonna take the Missouri Bulldogs over the Georgia Tigers. You did Crazy. say Bulldogs, but we knew what you meant. We knew what you meant. I'm just give, I'm just giving you a hard time. You're, you, guys, I went to Missouri. Right, you just got into the Missouri State Anities Hall of Fame. The Anities are great. Good, congratulations. Well, the Missouri Sports and all Missouri, the state, the Missouri yes, Sports Hall of Fame. It's the state yes. Hall of Fame. Something right I can't say. So you know what? Yeah, listen, we love it. You have. You have to go with Missouri. You're in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. I'm with B. Lang. I'm going to lay the chalk here. Minus 15 and a half with Georgia. I think they come out firing. They remember that game last year when Missouri was much worse at that time. So let's go with UGA. Let's talk about Bedlam for perhaps, guys, the last time. OU, number nine team in the nation, of course, going to the SEC next year. Oklahoma State, Brandon, number 22 team in the nation, getting six. In Stillwater at home, what's the move? I'm loving me. Some Oklahoma State is the home dog here. I, I just am. You look at Oklahoma to have that bubble burst, to have probably should lost UCF, got away with it, and they roll into Kansas against a backup quarterback. Can't stop Kansas. Kansas goes up and down the field. Oklahoma State on a 6-1 and one run against the spread is a Big 12 home dog. And they've actually pulled an outright upset eight of their last 10. They were a home dog, including two this season. I'm going to tell you right now, dangerous spot for Oklahoma. Give me Gundy. Give me Gundy and Oklahoma State plus the points. And do not be surprised to see Oklahoma State win the game. Wait yeah. for it. Very electric cloud, uh, crowd to be expected in that game, Clay. Of course, OU, as Brandon alluded to, lost to an unranked Kansas last week. I'm a man. I'm 40. Come after me. Brandon, you know what I'm talking about right there. You yeah, remember? that was great. That was awesome. Gundy was great at that press conference, man. One of my favorites. <laughs> Oklahoma coming to this game. They lose to Kansas. They almost lose the week before. This Oklahoma team is just trending down. And guess who's won the last four games? Oklahoma State. Mm. My first catch in college, uh, Cam, was against the Oklahoma State like, oh, Cowboys? Cowboys. Cowboys. I bet I was watching that game. I, I played against my first ever catch. Okay, this is all telling me, all these things telling me that I got to go with Oklahoma State here. I think they, I think they, I mean, you're giving them that many points. Oklahoma lost to Kansas mm -hmm. and it wasn't even yeah, the other chance to win at the end, but it wasn't even a fluky game to me. I think Oklahoma state comes in and they, like Brandon said, they might upset them, but I think, you know, they keep it close. So for that reason, I'm going with the Cowboys. We're with the home dogs in the Cowboys. Okay. Let's talk about the number 14 team in the nation. LSU battling Alabama, the number eight team, this one in Tuscaloosa, Brandon. Lane three are the Crimson Tide. Now, this is not exactly 2009, one versus two, but should still be fun. What is the move here? 
I'm going to take the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm going to buy that number down to two and a half, and I'm going to call for Nick Saban and Alabama to win this game by at least a field goal. Would not be surprised to see this number go up to three and a half as we get closer to kickoff. And I'll say it again. This is an LSU defense that can't stop anybody. So now you're going into, in, into Tuscaloosa, and you try to beat this Nick Saban team, who has by far a better defense. Um, I'm sorry. I just think Bama is the right side of the game. Saban is 17-1 and one straight up, 12-6 and six against the spread in revenge games, including a win over Tennessee this year. Um, yeah, give me Nick Saban. And, and I talk about this. Most of his career, when you deal with Alabama, you don't get Alabama laying a three number against anybody. Mm-hmm. It's 7, 10, 17, 20, 30, 40, 50. So from a sheer value standpoint, is Brian Kelly going to take this LSU team into Tuscaloosa with a very porous defense and beat Nick Saban? I don't see it. I just don't see it. I'll roll with Bama by the half point, late two and a half. Clay, the Tigers are 75th nationally in scoring defense. Let's, let's take a trip down to, to last year what happened. LSU is very capable of winning this game. I think they will win this game. But just like Brandon, I'm not going to let Brandon be the only one that buys these points and get better odds than me. I think <laughs> let's buy up to three and a half here and take LSU. There he goes. He has For the seen first the time. Moses LSU is starting the red Yes. LSU plus the three and a half here. There you go, baby. I think they win the game here. And now you're getting three and a half extra points LSU all day. I'm with Brandon. Give me Alabama favorite at home laying the two and a half. By the way, guys, I get emails sometimes from watchers and all that. They're giving you flack, Brandon, for buying half points. Your reaction to the people out there. It's okay. It's cost you 20 cents. All right. I'm not going to get beat by the hook. It's just not going to happen. Okay. Yep. It's not going to happen. We do it. We do it at brandonlang.com. Um, it saved me more times than not. Okay. Maybe not on the show. It's not saving me more times than not at brandonlang.com. It's giving me a win rather than a loss. I'll live with that. Thanks for the emails as well, everybody. Yes, All right. Thanks, let's talk. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. You saw how ripped I was and how hot my girlfriend is. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Let's talk Good about day. the NFL. Dolphins yeah, and yeah. Chiefs. In Germany, the Chiefs are laying two and a half in this one. And guys, Clay, we'll start with you, of course. This could be an AFC championship preview. This one at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So get the bets in early. What's the play here, Clay? To me, this one's a coin flip, right? And and because the Chiefs are laying two and a half, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here. Just because I think either team could win this game. Obviously, the Dolphins are coming in riding high. They're on a streak here. The Chiefs are coming in after losing to the to the Denver Broncos. And let's re- let Russ cook. Are you kidding me? I think they get it back on track a little bit, but I still think this, this Dolphins offense is a little bit too tough for the Chiefs to handle. Kelsey's out there at the, the World Series. He's busy with Taylor Swift. I don't know. I think the Dolphins can pull this game out. And with the two and a half, I'm going to take the Dolphins to, to cover here. You know, Brandon, this feels like Alabama, too. You don't get a number this short with Patrick Mahomes, minus two and a half. It's tempting. Didn't we all see the writing on the wall week one when the Detroit Lions went into Kansas City and beat them outright? Mm -hmm. And we saw Kansas City struggle 
to beat Denver when they met the first time. It was 17-9, but Denver was going up and down the field. Denver was stuck on downs three times inside KC's 30. Um, it took a field goal late for KC to cover. Um, we watched KC struggle with the Jets. Like, what in the world's going on? And then we watched last week in a horror. Oh, Patrick Mahomes had the flu. Let's blame it on the flu. Let's let's it had to be the flu. What's the eye test here? They were dominated by Denver. More importantly, it was the zone. They played defensively that ate Mahomes up when he normally eats up zone. Why? We touched on it at the very beginning of the season when Clay brought up the fact that who does Patrick Mahomes have to throw to? So I don't trust KC anymore. I said before the season started, their run's over. People thought I was absolutely crazy. You can't keep losing people. You can't give your quarterback 500 million and expect there not to be a big dent. I say it a million times. The beauty of Tom Brady was he restructured his contract every year so they could keep the nucleus together and everybody could get paid. Brady wanted championships, not money. Mahomes wanted money so he could be an owner someday. Well, guess what? It's eventually going to catch up to you. Miami offensively, after watching Russ cook all game long, I'll lose, I'll lose with Miami before I even think about taking KC. All right. We are on the Dolphins plus the two and a half. Let's talk but, about these. What? I'll buy that half point up to three and make sure I get that three. Just for There's my listeners so they know I'm buying or the watchers <laughs> that I'm buying that half point again. Whee! All right. Plus three for Brandon on that one. Seahawks, Ravens, Ravens laying five and a half in this one. Kind of a curious line here, Clay. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were pretty impressive, actually, not laying an egg against the Cardinals on the road last week. What's the play here? You know, I like the Ravens. I've been a, I've been a fan of what they've been doing, but, but here I just like the Seahawks, man. I, I think the Seahawks, have been playing really well. And I, I think five and a half is, is just too much. I think mm -hmm. the Ravens win the game. I think they win by a field goal, but I just think this is too big of a line. Five and a half points. The The Seahawks are five and two. They're a good team. They're, they're still in the, the hunt. They're still in the thick of things here. I think the Seahawks will cover the five and a half here. Going with Seahawks. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, I would, I would be inclined to take the Ravens in this spot. If, their next two games on deck weren't Cleveland and Cincinnati. Right. Those are two big divisional games on deck. So you have a trip out to Arizona. You have a trip back to Baltimore. You have a sandwich game with a non-division opponent from the NFC. And then you have two divisional games on deck. The situation tells you that the play is Seattle plus the points. Pete Carroll in the, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time Zone has gone, has won 16 of his last 19, including the upset of the Lions in week two. I'm taking the points with PDP, Pete Carroll. Love it. And Lamar Jackson, by the way, as a favorite, greater than three, not very good. The dogs are covering at an 81% clip since 2021. By the way, turn your clocks back on this Saturday when this show airs. All right, let's talk about the Bills battling the Bengals. Very sharp line here, Clay. Bengals minus three. Huge matchup between these two teams. I believe Sunday night football. The Bills seem to be going in the wrong direction. The Bengals the better direction, Clay. What's the play here? 
Yeah, I think I think Joe Burrow's calf is fine, and and he's really that that bye week really helped him out. I know Brandon was very anti Joe Burrow, but he doesn't know what it's like to try to play with a strained calf. The guy couldn't scramble, he couldn't make the throws he wanted to make. You see this guy; he is the old Joe Burrow, and this Bengal team is coming on strong. To me, they are the second best team in the AFC right now, and the, and the Chiefs aren't even the best. So. In my opinion, I think the Bengals are on a roll right there. They're on a heater. I'm going to take the Bengals minus the three to win this one. Yeah. Brandon, who are the Bills anyway? Like, who are they? When what's his name dropped down with the heart attack last year? DeMar Hamlin. Cincinnati was about to run Buffalo out of the stadium. Right. They win that game in the loss column. It's Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, all with, I believe, three losses. The next two games that the Bengals had, they end up winning. But because that game didn't count, they got penalized and they lost home field advantage for the entire playoffs. That cost them probably a chance to go to. They already beat KC. They were going to punk Buffalo on Monday night, and that cost them. They own this team. They own Buffalo. Buffalo is so depleted defensively that what I saw last week in San Francisco tells me, I think Buffalo blows this team out. I really, I mean, Cincinnati blows the team out. I, I called it last year on that Monday night game when he went down. I'm going to call it again. Mm-hmm. Bengals in the go zone right now. Clay's right. Burrow looks like himself again. That that performance last week convinces me Cincinnati's on the uptick. That defense is playing great. That defense is playing unbelievable. You can't trust Josh Allen on the road in an atmosphere like this to save your life. He is going to turn the ball over. He is a walking turnover machine. He is the white version of Jameis Winston. Symbol that. I love throwing picks. I love turning the ball over. So there you go. Cincinnati, you know what? double digits. Yep. I like it. Cincinnati, by the way, we saw this with Josh Allen, where at Wyoming. So like, you know, the proof is all over the tape right there. All right. Final game here, guys, Cowboys and Eagles, big showdown. Clay, this will be fun for you to cover Eagles laying three at the link. What are we doing? I've been involved in this game and I've been on both sides of it. I've, I've beat Dallas when we're in the playoff hunt. I've lost to Dallas when we're in the playoff hunt. I've beat Dallas when they're in the playoff hunt. These are two good teams right now, and this is a rivalry game. And I'll tell you, people talk about the Eagles and Giants, the Eagles and Commanders, back then the Redskins. But in my opinion, it's always Eagles-Cowboys, biggest, biggest rivalry game. Dak looked great last week. I, I picked against Dak. I mean, he came out, and they had a heck of a game against the Rams. I mean, they really put one on them, but I'm still going to go with the with the Eagles here. I think the sex, I think the money and the sexy pick are going to be on the Cowboys, but I'm going with the Eagles here. The Cowboys have the biggest points differential in the NFL right now. They're one of the better teams. They've been murdering teams. They've had three games with over 24 point wins. The Eagles just keep getting it done solely, meticulously keep getting it done. This team knows how to win, and they win in the trenches. And that's why I'm going with the Eagles with the three here. I think they win this by a a touchdown, maybe 10 points, close game. Eagles pull away late, going with the birds. You know, Brandon, I feel like the pros could be divided on this one. What are you doing? What has Dallas done? They got blown out by the Niners on the road. They beat up a bad Chargers team where Justin Herbert played like he was playing Pee Wee football when he was in the seventh grade. 
and they beat up on a bad Rams team. Now they're going on the road to play Philly. Value of the number. I'm going to buy the half point, lay two and a half. I think Philly blows them out. I really do. I'm not, listen, just as you think Dallas has things figured out, they implode right before your eye. And Dak will say, well, I didn't see this coming and I got to play better. Yeah, you're right, Dak. You're right. Philadelphia, minus two and a half. I refuse to lose money with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys against the Philadelphia Eagles. We are on the Eagles on that one. And folks, this has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV for Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com and Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end. My name is Cam Rogers. Best of luck to your bets this weekend. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.